catastrophe. ITWIT, HDANNY, and JENNY. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. Really is it really is a revolution. revolution. It, it's, it's a revolution. Thank you, Eli Braden, for that for that song. Always I mean, a treat. Jenny, before we get started, I, I I thought I'd just say that I think one of the things that is a revolution about our podcast was brought up by somebody on Twitter today who mentioned that we had a legendary guest on, I guess last two weeks ago, the Ann Murray, and we didn't let her talk at all. And I think that did you see that comment? No, I didn't. Somebody said that, that we didn't let oh, her talk. Yes. It's like, what's wrong with these two? They don't let their guests talk. They just talk about themselves. <laughs> really? And, Who was and it? I'm going to fucking go bananas on this person. I'm gonna what are you going to do? Because of, because, of, because of how accurate it is? <laughs> guys, no, I have the exact no. quote if you want it. Oh, please. I would love to hear it, Guy. Sandra Patterson says, Fuck do her. these people know how to interview? It's Ann Murray, an icon. It seemed more about them than Ann. Yeah, that feels, I, actually, I mean. I actually, that's why I wanted to do the podcast, just to be able to talk to you about how you interviewed Ann Murray. I was like, if what if the you, fuck? Yeah. If you would just excuse us, um, uh, guest, we were talking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I hate when our well, guests interrupt us. We, I mean, <laughs> who does she think she is? Well, I'll tell you who I she is. Are you gonna enter, are you gonna introduce her? Yeah, I might. Okay, I'll, I let, should, I'll let you I, do it. I've known her longer. Jump in. I, I mean, she likes I'm me gonna, more, so there's a I don't know. Uh, probably. Well, I figure. I mean, you know her from television and movies, and I know her from a failed pilot that I did many years ago before she was Miss Mrs. Big Shot Fancy Pants. Uh, Shonda Rhimes lady, um, <laughs> please welcome the talented, and may I say in this day and age, beautiful. Oh, thanks, bud. You can't Kate say that. Walsh. Thank you. Thank you, Danny, 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 Danny. Here's the thing, but Danny, you do yourself a disservice. Didn't we shoot, in fact, five episodes of Men's Room? We I actually, believe- we actually it's Six. Okay. I remember it was during the lunch break of the final taping when I, we, none of us had any, maybe John Cho knew, but none of us had any fucking clue. And you came to us during the lunch break and we literally were like, thought we were going to get the pickup. And you were like, you're canceled. (laughs) It was like, or or like, wasn't it lunch before we taped or something? Yes, it was. Here we go. We're getting that pickup. Well, I've never been so misdirected in my life. I was like, oh, oh. This would make more sense as to why you like me better. Than- Kate, I'm going to piggyback <laughs> onto that story just a little bit because I've told this before. What was even worse, so we did a show, what was it, around like 2003 maybe, 2002? But it was called, I, the pilot I did called The Men's Room with John Cho and Scott Wolf, Kate. And Cohen. what was her name? Scott Cohen, not Scott Wolf. I said Scott Cohen, didn't I? Or did I say Scott Wolf? Oh my God. Scott Wolf, Um, which is totally admirable. I totally get it. I love Scott. But what was worse was the night before, so we were doing it with NBC Studios for NBC. The night before, or that afternoon before, the reason you all thought you were getting a pickup was, I got a call from the studio saying, we've seen all the cuts. We love it. It's this is the pilot. We're mo- this is the show we're most excited about. I really feel good about it. And I, at that point, I'd been in the business a number of years to know. Well, that's not like until it's signed, you don't share that. But it was such good news before you wrapped rehearsal. I went down there and I said, "Hey, listen to this message I just got from the studio." Only to the next day here that Kevin Riley said, "No, we're not putting it on the air." So I really <laughs> fucked everybody over so hard. I, we, everybody landed on their feet. Thank well, God. you have a positive attitude, and it showed. We it, had fun, it, though. That was, it was fun. It was like a swollen tick, but whatever. Hi, not, guys. Not, Hi. Oh, my God. Not mine. But, uh, the, uh, uh, but yeah, it was, a, it, it was a fun time. How do you guys know? Let's leave. Now, now I've, I've monopolized. Jenny, you go. Well, she was in a pilot that I made. No, we went to, <laughs> we have mutual friends and we just like kind of met through 
yeah, Sterling, friends. right? Yeah, Sterling. Through Sterling, yeah. and then we like moved him away, and then we became friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah we used him to we used form him. a friendship. He was, he was a conduit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah and so we just be, and we happen to know a lot of the same people jonathan gabay i remember like we went to his yes. uh super bowl party and everything so we just became buds through that and then through the social media world we always are horrible oh, and direct funny. message each other terrible things yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> the only person safe on direct message no one sees that i'm sure the government doesn't look i assume that everyone this you also met when i was with chris case Yes, and you, I did. Okay, but, but I remember, I just, for some reason, this just made me think of, because we DM as if nobody's ever going to have access to direct messages, but I assume the government, the government and the aliens are watching everything. But I remember, remember when, like a few years back, because that was when the time I was, when I met you, I was dating Chris, and I remember this whole thing came out, I think it was with Jennifer Lawrence, the naked pictures came out. Yeah. Remember, like it was all this big scandal, and he's like, text me, he's like, you gotta like look at the photo out there. They're getting it from the cloud. They're getting the pictures from the cloud. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I was like, there are zero sexy pictures of us. There's literally cat pictures <laughs> in my fucking album. I mean, that's why we didn't work out in the end. He's like, look, make sure to lead it. I was like, there's no sexy pictures. Nothing. That's like, what I'm like, I wish somebody have fun. Not with in the my cloud. Even. I have like a million times where people will go like, oh, you know, do you get, you know, somebody, guys try to like DM you dick pics? I'm like, not enough. I'd love to see more. I screenshot it. I sent it to all my friends. Like I, my, <laughs> I wish somebody would take my phone. It'd be hilarious. There's nothing. Yeah. It. I would be yeah. proud. Now, now I'm wondering, now I just got to figure out what was Chris hiding? Like what weird thing? Because I mean, to be that <laughs> word. Let's get him on the horn. Let's pop it was just like you're you're paranoid at, at first when you hear something like that. Then you really yeah, look at like, who the hell? Want, how important do I think I am? Look at my pictures. It's just like all of my dog. I just want to know, like, <laughs> no, my any... dog, dog and cat on their back. That's right. pretty simple, but you know, whatever. Just, is there anything in my teeth? Like it's fine. I just want like, do I look like how? Like, do I look fat? That's like yeah. my main thing. Like, have I like what's the angle? Is it a low angle? Yeah, yeah. If, looked, if it's uh, a good angle of me, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I, I could, yeah, honestly, I could just be covered in dicks. I'll be totally yeah. happy as long as like I, my face looks sort of chiseled. Uh, covered in dicks. Covered in dicks. By the way, covered in dicks. It's my memoir. Yeah, there it is. Covered in covered in dicks. My thirty years in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I touch my dick on everything in the writers' room. The Danny's dicker story. Not to do that. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> When I stay late, I have an uncontrollable urge to just put my stuff on things. If I had a dick, I will tell you, I would touch everything. Yeah. I would yeah. just go in the room and just bloop, bloop, bloop. I'd put, I would, how could you not? No, this, I know. I, I could say something too. Yes. How terrible can you be on this podcast? I wonder how, how terrible, how terrible. <laughs> We're going to see. Really right? terrible. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say horrible. We've said, we've said horrible stuff. So, but if you're worried. Yeah. to Anne Murray. No, I um, <laughs> thinking I just would love that if we come out of COVID and there's just a whole new rules of writer's room where you can put your junk on everything. Like no me doing, but yeah. you can put your dick on everything that's inanimate in the room and that's totally safe. I just want to make up ridiculous new rules like post pandemic. We thought about it guys and here's where we landed. You can, you can put your boobs in your dick on everything. <laughs> you can't touch another person. No. But you and put it on like the Xerox machine, the area where you like the salt and pepper things from like to take out all the uh, LaCroix, LaCroix water. Yeah, yeah. That's like what fuel drivers, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Everybody yeah. I mean, <laughs> they all bathe it. naked in sparkling water. Should and we get this new rule to Bill Maher? I mean, I feel like we should put it in there, get him on it. Yeah, maybe he could say it in a really pissy way. No, he seems really nice. Okay. Um, anyway, oh, are we gonna try to? Okay, let's try to be interviewers right now. Go. Okay. Kate, are you in town? You're, are you still in Australia? No, I'm in Australia. I'm in Western Australia, to be precise. And you, am, how long have you been there? Tell us, I've been. Tell us I've your been journey here. I've been here for nine months uh, since March. Yeah, since the beginning of this whole thing. I came here to visit a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, speaking yeah, of touching like dicks on everything, <laughs> <laughs> and so I stayed. 
Yeah. And I've been uh, living here and it's been uh, pretty amazing because there's no COVID. They pretty much eradicated COVID in the, like by end of May, June. So everything is open. There's no masks. There's no COVID. Like so it's crazy. Wait a minute. Tell me that everyone just paid attention and wore a mask and stayed home yeah. for a little bit. And then it went away. And then it went away. <laughs> we don't I, have it. I, what are the odds? Who would have thought that just you know. something that simple and then you're right back at it? No, I was, I was just thought, it's funny, right before this, I, I was just on, on Raya, no big deal. I mean, I got in and with an Australian <laughs> lady who said that, um, who was saying the same thing that they like, they just, there's nothing. You can just like, they, everybody obeyed the rules and it's totally free there. Cool. Nobody's freedom was taken from wearing a mask. None of the yeah, no people no, shout no. and scream. <laughs> yeah, nobody went and protested. No, I mean people still bitch and moan like that because Mark McGowan, the um, premier here, who basically, especially in Western Australia, the state is was the first to be completely COVID free, and everyone was bitching and moaning because he kept the borders shut between the states. But that's how we're able to have a normal life and like go to the you know restaurants yeah. and gyms and like work you know go live your life like are you like in perth yeah i'm in perth i'm in perth yeah that's like that's like like the most remote city of all isn't that like one of the most remote cities on the planet i think it is the most remote city in the world yeah and we're about like we're on the western side of australia so it's about a five-hour flight to sydney and it's stunning i mean i'm literally 50 i'm gonna say meters guys because i've moved to metrics i'm trying holy wow Okay, drink that in from the ocean. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'll just show you. This is what I'm looking at. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Sam on the left because, well, there's still construction going on. Wherever I go, someone's doing construction. So that's just sort of the. <laughs> so Wherever you go, construction Paradise, COVID free, but there is a jackhammer that starts at about, you know, actually they're done with the jackhammering. So is that, is that a reference you to your new them? man? What's up, the jackhammer? Jack <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Jack. It's uh, oh God, under construction. <laughs> uh, jackhammer Dundee. <laughs> under construction um, is another um, nail polish. Yeah, <laughs> that's another OPI. Jackhammer construction. Jackhammering. Jackhammering um, an hour. Jack and are you <laughs> the summer color? Are you working at all there? Or do you like? Is, are you? I love it. that you asked that with your tonal, like the pit, your tonal inflection went up like about eight decibels. Oh, are you working? I know. Are you donating to charities? Such a pretty little girl. I did do a play, which was the first, I think like the only play being done in the world, literally. I mean, it was incredible to have people in a theater and not have to be social distanced. And so I did a play for about a month and then we just finished that. But I think I'm bringing uh, a streaming television show to shoot here in um, 2021 in probably spring or our spring, their fall. That's the thing that's the most confusing here. It's not driving on the other side of the road. It's not metrics, which is still challenging. Let me be honest, but it is, the, the opposite seasons like we're we're in summer now right so that that's weird to be like ah okay summer but anyway so that's a long way of saying yes i'm going to be working more we've been working really hard to get a studio built because this is amazing here and i was like why aren't people shooting more tv and film here it's an incredible it's stunning the um it's the state is about as big as texas but there's only 2.7 million people in the whole state and it's the the geography, I mean, the, the Kimberleys are beautiful. It's like the Grand Canyon, then the Indian Ocean, then powder white sand, dunes. It's incredible. So they've been trying to get a studio built. And then I came and started, you know, yippee yapping about it. And then between COVID and everything else, there seems to be a real movement. I think that's going to get done. But that's what I aim to do is bring a streaming show here. The guy, uh, Mark Williams, who wrote and directed Honest Thief, this movie I did with, with Liam Neeson and he's he's at first i was like you should come to a tv show here he's like Haha, you know you're in love so that's really cute but you know and now that too he's back he's shooting he's shooting a movie in melbourne and so is everyone in hot like it's australia is the pretty girl to dance because you can it's covid free basically and there's no, so I, I dream of doing that i i, I don't i want to just do it i want to do anything anywhere else 
Well, you know what to do. It's what we need to do is get Jetty, get mm-hmm. down here. Jim mm-hmm. Jeffries is from here. He's actually, I think he's meant to come through to do stand up in January. I actually have to, because I was, because t- he's from here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we? Make a sitcom here for crying out loud. I, I thought that for a long time. I mean, because we, we shot there, uh, our, our show there, and like we were there for like a, almost a month shooting, and it was it was so great. And the people were, I, I just love, I mean, not on not in Perth, but like outside of Sydney and then up in um, by the uh, uh, Great Barrier Reef. And I just thought, oh, it's so much easier here. It's so much nicer there. So nice. It's I really know. nice. Yeah. Um, so when so you haven't been up to us so you have been there for what eight months nine months nine months yeah you could have had a baby September I know I was gonna say like is that why you went is that yeah I had a a secret baby I just keep a baby you can't do that because you're my my favorite like we're fellow childless happy people we're childless (laughs) I'm barren I'm proudly barren oh Uh I it's, I, it's the best yeah. thing to not have kids. Trust me, yeah. I, can, I, I can't get an erection. I haven't been able to get an erection for almost five years, so I get Save it. Save it for Raya. Save it for oh. Raya. <laughs> no jackhammering right now. For no, no, I'm, a, I'm the ball peen. It's not a uh, jackhammer. Uh, but I did, I did see. So you are on one of my favorite shows, Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah. I'm so I love I one of my favorite. I just saw that they're going to be starting back up in February. Yeah, they are. And well, will you be? Uh, I'm not coming back this time. Like, All unless right, so it was nice having you, Danny. Really, I don't buy. He's done. now. I'm worthless. Uh, why didn't I do that multi-year deal? Yeah, no, I just uh, I was like, well, you could have killed me a little more ceremoniously than just another gunshot. Like, shouldn't you have decapitated the handler if you're really not going to ever come back? But at any rate. Yeah, I mean, because you've already taken bullet wounds like that. I have. I had one to the head, and I survived it on account of that metal plate. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's no chance of you getting no. Killed. I don't think so, unless they surprise me. But I don't think so. I mean, Steve Blackman knows I'm here. I think he's made it. He's like, oh, you're never coming home. But no, um, Danny, you might appreciate this. I did say when the handler came back for season two because I had been shot in the head. I was like, we have to at least have one line explaining. Because I can't, because the writer didn't put it in. I was like, can I just say, oh, well, if, I, if it wasn't for that metal plate from the something job. And they're like, oh, okay, if you really think. But do, you know how in, I mean, yeah. how many times I'm sure you, did you have irritating actors come up and go, can we please have logic here or something? Can we acknowledge the reality that she was shot in the head. You're like, that nah, doesn't matter on TV. doesn't yeah, matter. We make it follow the bouncing I, ball I, and not just I, happen. There. I am always on the, on that I'm always on the actor's side. It drives me crazy when we just, oh, people don't care. It's like, no, I care. When I watch something like that, I just go like, wait, you can't do that. Just, it's like, and it's also the easiest thing to do. It's like, yeah. put them in one line. It's one sentence to say like, thank God I had a metal plate. Or private practice. Like someone would like chop all their hair off me when I was going through my divorce. I'm like, can somebody just say, oh, nice haircut, Madison, or something. Or, oh, you chopped, you cut your hair. As yeah. you're doing a walk and talk in the <laughs> elevator, just acknowledge it. Oh, yeah. you went blonde. No one talks about it. It's like on soap operas when they replace, you know, yeah. whatever, Scotty with the other Scotty or whatever. And there's yeah. like, we- <laughs> well, that's why, that's why when we, that's why when we come back, yeah, that's why we come back from hiatus. I always like to put in a line for my actors or actresses. It's like somebody goes, oh, wow, you put on a few pounds. Um, <laughs> Um, just to keep the logic going, and they seem to like it. People, I've found that actresses, especially, you got are, fat. Yeah. Oh my God! Someone found the oh grocery. God, I'm gonna throw anyway, up. Look how fat you are. I yeah. Mean, oh. Yeah. You you're not a vegan that. anymore, and then and, and you're just on. You're on to the next thing. You're on. Just acknowledge the common just, reality. Just we're all looking at how terrible, or boy, you got older. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when you uh, you're also on uh, Thirteen Reasons Why, that which is another show that i yeah. really enjoyed those the queen of netflix let's do, do it yeah. the queen of netflix okay i i have literally actually quarantined as opposed to the way there's fair weather quarantine people that are like wear a mask and then you see them at a like fucking raging party yeah. like yeah. i've actually tried to do the right thing i have watched so much fucking netflix and, and i know from your posts i'm like you are <laughs> 
it's so it's like truly upsetting like i don't i'm gonna have to like take a social etiquette class when this is over to learn how to speak to people and like interact with other people because it's it's yeah. truly embarrassing but on 13 reasons why i have to ask this because each season how much those kids like everyone ages like those kids you know all of a sudden what's the guy's name that- like 35 yeah uh- and all of a sudden it starts looking like, oh my God, that he's on Medicare. There's no fucking way. <laughs> they, they, they look like the high schoolers in Greece, the movie. You know, it's like Stocker Channing is 16. Um, yeah. 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 Like, that's what I always think when I look at those kids. I'm like, oh my God. And then that one, what's the guy's, the actor's name? The, he drives the muscle cars. He looks like Wilma oh. Valderrama. Yeah. Tony, he's played Tony. Tony. In- Christian Navarro. He's the yeah. sweetest guy ever. Yeah. What? You look Just at him and I'm like, he is tatted up on his neck and shit. Like the first season, I was like, wait, don't your parents have to sign off on a tattoo for you? Like, and he was supposed to be like 15 or 16. <laughs> and then for the last season, I'm like, oh my God, he's like, he's twice divorced. And <laughs> he's, got, <laughs> he's struggling to make his alimony payments. It's really, it was actually like, why don't we write that in the story line, well, Brian Yorkey? Whereas I don't know. Nobody gone. ever asked me to punch up shows like that, you know, if he's they did. Like, I would. Kids come up to the high school looking for him, like, we need our money. <laughs> a pilot that I'm so sad, like, it's a pilot I wrote that we got very close to being made, but it was basically like a total takeoff on like the OC. It was called Ocean Del Mar. Uh, about this, uh, which is Ocean of the Ocean. And oh, but I, I had one character in it. He was the hot kid in high school. And I just thought like, he didn't say very much. He just was like constantly getting, but I wanted to play him. This is like when I was like, you know, 45. And I just thought like, and you never say anything and he's getting, and it's like, you know, he goes to the liquor store and it's like, oh, I don't know my ID and you know, it's carded, but he's like, just everybody in the world just acknowledges that he's part of it. He's just a little bit player. And because uh, I always felt that way watching like 90210. And like, uh, you know, I just well, what's just, her name? The woman is, isn't she the president? She's the SAG? president of SAG where we get emails. It's like, I hey mean, guys, I it's Andrea Zuckerman. She's so not in high school. She literally was like the lady trying to get alimony from her husband. I was like, no. She is, she, and, and on 90210, I was like, she lived in the valley on the wrong side and she lived with her grandma. And I'm like, her grandma is so dead. Her grandma's been dead for fucking 50 years. She is a, because she is she's a court stenographer in the valley is what she is. She doesn't oh, go to Beverly Hills High School. Between Beverly, she was literally in a commercial for Boniva while they went, while they were showing that. It was like, hi. Like, do you uh, have crepey skin? Well, yeah, here. we're doing reverse mortgages with uh with uh Tom Selleck. Uh, oh, but she's great. She's the president of SAG. Thanks, Gabriel. Thank you. Thank you. But, but every time I see that, it always makes me laugh when there's just a person that like they start looking so much fucking older, and then you have to like, yeah, yeah. like it's, play that off. Yeah, you're like okay. You've got, but there were, if you, do you guys, I remember I went to high school in Tucson, Arizona, and there was always this random, like only like one or two dudes in the school could grow like a full beard at, yeah. as a sophomore, but we're also balding. Like you're like, oh, you are, this is so still new for my little um, teenage mind that you are, you, you, Danny, you may relate to this. I do. Losing hair at 15. No, I'm kidding. There you. I had a full head <laughs> at 15, but I was also, but you know those guys in like wood shop? They were like, "Yeah, I have a full oh, beer." Yeah. yeah, it's you, like I have I have a family of four. I've got to- <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I was like, you know, I know. Can you buy the cat? I was the first kid, like in my like I was like the first kid with like hair on my chest, like in sixth grade. It started to come in. I could grow oh, a beard. I could grow a head. beard. In, I actually could grow a beard in like eighth grade. It was like, and so, but wow. I, but I had, at least had the hair. To go the like, hair the head to back it up because it's yeah, very disorienting as a younger person to be like, hold on a minute, you yeah. look, yeah. It started yeah. the tradition of me always looking about 15 years older than I, I'm hoping I eventually catch up to my own age, like at 80. Oh, he finally looks 80 and not oh. like, because I look 80 now. You but, could be uh, Benjamin Buttoning that thing. We don't know. That could happen. Oh, oh I'd love to be Benjamin Buttoning this shit and in, a, in my life. Well, either way, I'll end my life in a diaper, so. <laughs> That's always, you no, know, just as long as you have good posture. 
just still sit up straight. Just don't yeah. completely sink into a baby. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And just don't like shout uh, racist things. Well, that's a lot to yeah. That's also lot. true. We don't want that. Come on. Wow. So, okay, Kate, let's get back to being interviewers since people said yeah, that okay. you were terrible interviewers. Danny? I had a great time. I know. I have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely entertained by this, I then think- they've got problems. I do have, this is, this is sort of like what was funny because like after, and I was always curious about like what happened in between that. But like when I, after the men's room ended, I felt really terrible when we didn't get our show on the air. And then I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. And because my wife, my wife was watching Grey's Anatomy and she'd been watching it. And I was like, that's Kate. She's like, oh yeah, Kate's the breakout character on this show. Like when did, how did that, how did that all come about? Do you remember that process? (laughs) I don't remember. Was it what year do we do men's room? Was that like 2003 or four or something? Yeah, like 2003 that? or four. Yeah, right. I think okay. it was 2003. I think it was three because I think that in 2004, five, I don't know, there was somewhere between there when I did the before I did the recurring role. I did the recurring part on Grey's before it was ever aired. So I shot five episodes and the, it was just supposed to be recurring. And they didn't, they were like, it was like going on the set of Apocalypse Now. They, they were like shooting for two years. They had different <laughs> titles every week. Everyone was like, where are we? Who are we? And they were like showing episodes that were during lunch times on Fridays to keep morale up. Uh, I was like, this is a great show. Why are you guys all fucked up? But like literally one week you'd go into a table read. It was called Surgeons or Doctors. And then it was like, Grace, you have Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is pretty good. I'm just going to say, I think it's a strong title. Yeah. Why are, you know, but typical for network, they would just keep, you know. Surgeons um, or doctors. I love yeah, it. Surgeons. Really, really, one was like doctors or surgeons. And then it was like, can we just call it Grey's Anatomy? Seems really clever. But anyway, I just did those five. And then I went back because I got finally, it was like that thing where the, the, the golden ring of like, or brass ring. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't even know because I'm just waking up still. But I got the lead in this pilot called Bobby Cannon that Barry Kemp made. Oh, right. And it, with, remember, it was like Kevin Sorbo. There was like a hybrid of like the, the, the hysterical <laughs> Kevin, but he was actually really solid. But it was like a tin cup meets cheers. Do you know what I mean? It was like, whatever. Something like that. No, no, that was like missing links. I'm all getting, I'm confused. Whatever. I know, I know writer was on that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, and it was Barry Camp. So like, this is done. It's going. Yeah. It's just like, it was the most elegant process. I was super excited. People were like at NBC at that time. were like, finally, you're getting a lead role. <laughs> like literally, I forget who it was. One of the execs, whatever I was. And I was like, yay, two weeks on, one week off or three weeks on, one week off. I'm so excited about my new half hour schedule. And then it didn't go. And then I got called back to go on Grey's as a, a series regular. By that time, they had been picked up. They, you know, had launched as a mid-season. Oh, this is all industry talk, guys. That's Wait, no, it. that's interesting. Mid-season, so- mid-season. I don't know if you know it. Look it up. Holy shit. So that's like in the middle of the season, I think, for people who are not. Yeah, um, right. Mid-season, is, that is abbreviation for. Yeah. They're the basically from the beginning. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so they, I came in on their cliffhanger, which was like episode eight to, you know, you must be the woman who's having sex with my husband, which literally got me more attention that I'd ever had in my career for those like 10 seconds on TV. So was that the title of the episode? He must, he must be the woman. No, I don't know what the title was. That would be actually be interesting to know what the title. Now, were was. you the woman having sex with somebody else's husband or was somebody else having sex Look with her? Look at her, of course she Honey, was the person. Please don't pretend that you don't watch Grey's Anatomy religiously no, and even still in season 17. No, I, well, of course I was sleeping with everybody. I slept with everyone in the hospital except for the babies. I didn't sleep with, I just tried to deliver them and save them. I lost well, that- a lot of well, I would never have seen the doctor. I, and then I, yeah, I just. But what about on the? But what about on the show? That was one of the titles. Complications was one of the working titles on one of the table reads. Complications. What a terrible title. We had we had a guy on Modern Family who was so bad at titles, like could so it was like because it didn't evoke anything. So one of them was like choices was the name of the title. Really, choices. Oh, that was was that the one where a character made a choice. <laughs> Oh my God. That's the work. Danny, you've got great, your teeth look really white. Have you been bleaching them during COVID? I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a separated guy in the last year and a half. And so uh, I'm taking a lot of care in my teeth. Take care of yourself. You're taking, it's called taking good, good self-care. It's called, uh, it's called the guy. Get naked. This though. He just did this. Like, it's called the guy to get naked in front of strangers, uh, body. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I'm down well, to an eight. He shaved his. He had a beard for quite some. I did. Time. I had I had a COVID beard that was hot. I thought, and, I and there was a lot of this hot. before. I couldn't so stop touching it. Every time you admit, I, it was like it ruins the beard if you keep touching it. You got to like, like let it go. You're supposed to pretend like it's not there. No, I can't. I've never been that person. I can't. It's like, like that guitar. I won't play it. I just yeah. yeah I know. I was impressed though, but it's very impressive. You're like, oh, Janet's playing the guitar. Cool. But I, you know what? It's missing a string. It's just purely decoration. I have no idea how to play I it. But I want to tell you, I have one. It's way back. It's over there in the corner. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. Literally, my first instinct. This is how fucked up I am with technology. My first instinct was to start doing that and making it. Yeah, to do this with my finger. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can fix that. There's mine. It's like a mini oh, mark, but it's a, yeah. Oh, we all have guitars. Do you play my, yours? Mine's oh, a boy. bass. Here we my, go. Do you play yours? Do you my play yours? Whatever. No, I'm not really gonna play mine. But um, I just wanted to bring it over because he was in I, a band in high school. He manages to work this into every. You know, I was I was in a lot of bands. Whatever. I'm a bit of a rock star. I can sing. It, it's not even a big deal. I'm most I'm mostly trained as a dancer, as you know, Kate. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Classically first, trained. It's my first love. Classically trained dancer at the clubs in Vegas. That's well, I just want to say, I'm going to pay our guests a little bit of a compliment, though. So, like, we, Kate is like, she's done, you've done like a lot of drama, you're like, but I don't think people appreciate just how goddamn funny you are on screen. Like, you are, I'm waiting for, like, you are one of the funniest people we've, like, we would go back from run throughs on that show and just say, like, this woman is so goddamn funny. You knew exactly oh. where the jokes were. So it was like you were a delight. So thank you. Thank you, well, Danny. I, had so I will say this about even hanging out with you. I found you to be very enjoyable and funny. And I don't always think that about thank people. And I was like, oh, I can tease you or you tease me back. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I like this. This is a fun person that has good energy. Yeah. I mean, there's Not a lot that. of people are like that at now here. That is very rare. Oh, I mean, guys. Well, I mean, things uh, about I, you I don't like. Definitely. I mean, obviously, there's things I would change. But yes. Get into that. No one, yeah. next, you're doing that thing. We start with the positive, then you come in with the hardcore the compliment yeah. sandwich. If you <laughs> no, compliment. She's a sheer. She's a sheer delight. No, but I feel like, honestly, I'm not, bl- I feel like I learned a lot on men's room. Like I, because it's hard, sitcoms, sitcoms are hard guys, but it is to not overwork stuff or to not, to, to, it's just, you know, or not hold on to what happened in a table read and try to make it happen on, it really is, it, I think it's one of the hardest things to do. Don't you think, Danny? Like I you're, totally to do. Like to, or to see, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very. No, uh, I do. And you had a, but you had a natural instinct because a lot of people, don't do this. And you, you know, and, but you had in, in a multi-cam, the, 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 the tendency is to really overplay stuff, is to play to the studio audience and to play to the back row. And you were really, really good at playing the quiet moments funny. It was sort of like my favorite comedians who did that were like Bob Newhart on the Bob New on the, you know, on the Bob Newhart show. So I can't help it. I can't even really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except when I did that, I really oh, did. You were, oh, you mugged there. That was pretty big. I missed that. God damn it. Hey, guys, did you know that football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full <laughs> steam for both pro and college hoops? He's so From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. You guys could head on over right now to bet online, which is, you you know, use your mobile devices. Sign up today and you'll receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code and then we say it out loud is CLNS5 and Zen Zero. And you know what? It's not just basketball, guys. You can bet on hockey, boxing, the UFC, so from regular sports down to Vegas casino games like Baccarat, um, you re- you bop on over to your, your homies at Bet Online. And Danny, what's that code again? CLNS50. Okay, and you, then you go to Bet Online and you're like, look, I'm going to do straight up old timey Baccarat. And I bet these guys could do it. Your homeboys at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and your favorite games. Bet Online where the game starts. Uh, let me, okay, I have a question. Yeah. I'm going to be like an interviewer here. Have you ever gotten 
like a script in front of you for a part that you're like offended that they wanted you for a certain part? Oh, that's a really good question. Now, I was thinking I, no, I mean, I mean, well, I will say, did you hear like the handler was originally written how Steve Blackman pitched it to me. It's like, we wrote this part for John Hamm. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> or a John Hamm type, but we're not going to. Yeah. You were the next choice. You're like, yeah, yeah. I do have a strong jaw yeah. and I have big peasant hands, man hands, some might say. So I'm like, maybe, <laughs> okay, I'm with you. I'm still listening. You're both strong um, women. <laughs> I mean, he could have said Ed Asner. So, I mean, if you're going to have somebody, I think that was better than like that, you know? I know. No, but that, so that, that was just funny. I was like, we'll send it to you. He goes, but he's like, but we want to change, you know, but that, that actually, we, you know, back in the day when people weren't writing for women before, you know, Sean Rimes, we, we would just say, just write the script all for men and cast half women. And then we'll, it will all work out. Like you don't yeah. really have to do much in terms of gender, just yeah. write a good role and we'll, we'll come in and, and rock it. But I'm sure there were so many things like, that I was offended by, but the one of the things, I'm gonna say this, and I don't know how Noah Hawley feels about me. He wrote Fargo and brilliantly yeah. such, a, I mean, among many other things, but in season one, of, I was in Fargo and I played the, the, the whore Gina Hess, former stripper, like conniving widow, yeah. the widow Gina Hess. And there was, um, there was this script and you wouldn't, you know, you just get the scripts and that's how you'd find out what you're doing in the episode as, as, as how it works. And the one, like the, like, I think it was the finale, the final episode and it wrote is, can you swear on this? Yes. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Okay, so it, okay, good. I, Cause I've been swearing a lot, but I read, so I'm reading and I'm, you know, and I'm getting to work with Martin Freeman. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so exciting. And Gina Hess gets hate fucked. <laughs> I was like, uh, and I, I was so angry and I emailed, I tried to call him, couldn't get him on the phone, of course, because uh-huh. he's hiding from the, my white lady rage. <laughs> and I was like, so I emailed him like, Noah, you might want to call an actor and tell them and explain the scene before you just send out a script saying something like hate fucked. Like- Imagine. I mean, like, I've already been getting that done for five months. I was like, I mean, can we talk about it? Can you just, and I'm not, and I'm, I consider myself to be, I'm really not, I mean, you know, I'm like, I've been in this industry a long time, you know, before there was any uh, Me Too, you know, there was that whole like cadre of women were like, well, we put up, like, I loved basically what Amy Schumer said, we're like, you know, yeah, we get ritually sexually harassed yeah uh-huh what about uh-huh. it like, yeah. but 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 that that was one where i was like come on call, call a gal up just call yeah. her no I, oh, this is coming there's a storm coming there's a yeah. line a little voice know. memo a little like just a, a voice little memo. just like even a text i worked with no, I heads work. up page 72 guys or asterisk sorry no. Kate. Whatever. an asterisk uh, well, warning strip contains hate fucking so you know it's coming. Oh my God! Now there would be a trigger warning. There's like, what's the thing? Can we talk about that a little yes, bit? Yes, please. <laughs> I just started watching Netflix, Jenny. So I'm watching The Crown, mm-hmm. and I'm purposely taking my time with it. But it was like, have you guys watched it? Have you Only watched any? One. Actually, one show I haven't watched. How about that? Only oh, season shit. one. Jenny. Yeah. Well, there's a. As we all know. I think we all know former Princess Diana was. What's she uh, up to now? I don't know. I haven't followed her, but she must yeah. be doing great. What's happening with her now? <laughs> kind of why I haven't watched it. I feel like I know how it ends. Like, how, how, gonna, like I know she's she's with Tony Fahey, right? But she struggled with bulimia. She had an eating disorder, mm-hmm. and so the, before one of the episodes, which is gonna, they're like war- trigger warning. No, there's going to show this. You know, there are scenes of eating or bulimia or something. It was, and I was like. Can we just, I mean, there's no trigger warnings. People are going to be shot up on the street. You know, it's just, it got me a little like. Some of the trigger warnings, the the funniest one hands down that I saw was, okay, so I have also enjoyed getting um, some edibles from time to time during this quarantine. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about, um, yes. Are you talking about reefer? 
So I got, I got a little bag of weed edibles and the Disney Plus app, and I've had some fun. You know, (laughs) I got to do my thing. I went to watch the, um, it was the Tim Burton remake of Alice in Wonderland. Uh huh. Okay. Come on. I am so excited. I've got my edible. That thing is kicked in full tilt boogie. I get situated, push play, and the warning said smoking caterpillar. That was a disclaimer on Alice in Wonderland that, <laughs> that was the warning everyone part of your trip. <laughs> a smoking caterpillar might trigger something. And I was like, I'm fucking freaking. You know, my, I'm tripping my balls off. I was like, what the fuck? What are we talking about? Why is that? Who, who is this for? Like, I guess, who, I guess a caterpillar could be encouraging drug use. No, hold on. Uh, but Do a you caterpillar, feel like, like, who fuck the internet's fault? Do you feel like it's the internet's fault? Completely. I think it is. I think it's it's siloed us so much that everybody this we, I don't know it, as an actor too. I, I had a friend who's teaching college in Brooklyn teaching acting class. She's like, I can't teach because the kids are triggered by everything. And like that's called drama. It's called conflict. Yeah, yeah I just want to sit yeah. around with people that make the same Nike shoe as you make and talk about that. Like that's not a play. It's not a movie. It's not a TV show. Like. But- what do you get yeah. though? Like because of a role that you played where people think you're that person, how much like oh, yeah. because of the internet, I would assume like you realize how many ridiculous people are out there. Like in how many times have you had to say that's a character I played? That's not me. Yes. Like, well, for sure. Yes. With um, definitely with Addison. I think people still think that, you know, Addison Forbes, Montgomery, Shepard, McGee. <laughs> No, but if someone's choking on a plane, does everybody look at you like someone's having a heart attack? Or like, 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 I just took my edible and my, my whiskey and I can't do anything. I could deliver a baby in a pinch. I think I could probably land the plane too. Can I show you when they regularly shape mole real quick? <laughs> I can say all the things that you're supposed to say. Like, I'm a doctor and you could say all that. Get this. Well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I wouldn't even know. Get a, get a BevNap stat and a stirrup. <laughs> um, we've got a... <laughs> on a plane get that cat um, out of yeah, here peanuts oh no someone has a peanut allergy get the pretzels no <laughs> allergies <sighs> but isn't it remarkable to like just because of the internet and social media especially like how much we we've realized how ridiculous people actually are like how many insane people that think you're the person that you play on yeah. whatever show like danny yeah. i mean i don't danny i know like you probably got shit from like modern family like you write an episode and somebody's mad at you for the episode oh my god it was the craziest thing i I remember the first piece of hate mail i got it was for the first it was the first sitcom episode i was ever credited on it was evening shade with burt reynolds and it was my episode and and you got to work with burt reynolds okay i'm gonna stop now but that's pretty impressive pretty cool yeah it was except except for the actual working with burt reynolds part but (laughs) oh um, yeah yeah, but but the idea of working with Burt Reynolds, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was like wow. But it's really that you're uh, distributing that in about ten minutes. But um, but but no. But I wrote a joke. It was for Michael Jeter, R.I.P. Uh, but it was like there was a business deal, and I said this deal is falling apart faster than a leper in an aerobics class. So and <laughs> apparently, which I thought was a good joke, I got hate mail. <laughs> From the left, it's not even called leprosy anymore. It's called Hansen's disease. And like, I'm glad, dear, it was basically, it wasn't this, but it was basically, dear Jew producer. It happens to be called, it happens to be called Hansen's disease. By the and, way, that's very redundant. And I, and I yeah, producer. it is. And I hope you find it fun. And it was like, wow, that was, I mean, I had that, I still have that frame somewhere because it was just so, my first like piece of like, someone outraged. What always gets me is you make jokes about everybody in like a half hour comedy show and everybody's fine with every other joke that isn't about their group. So either you just don't like comedy or you're just a selfish prick who thinks you're above being with no, with no sense of humor. I I just never, I never, you can make fun of like on the day my dad died, I went to, I like, I had to come back to a job and everybody, my comedy writer friends made jokes about it. Like it was like that's what I wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good joke, but yeah. Well, has there ever been a, a any line, Kate, that you've had that, that you're like, I can't say this is too much? Has there, there ever been it. something that's gone too far? Besides you getting hate fucked. 
No, no, I didn't even have to say that, but I just had to portray You had that. to do it. It was a, a delight. <laughs> it was a delight. Oh my God. No, he actually had a really great director and, you know, that was actually all right. Um, so just in case you guys want to circle back to the hate fucking experience, it was all right. Want but I want to call that back felt. the whole time. Super profesh. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I got to hate fucking <laughs> Hobbit. All right. No. Okay. So <laughs> I, let me go. So I, I remember not wanting to say, <laughs> by the way, this sounds just like Anne Murray again, doesn't it? Yeah. I get that a lot. I think I just remember not wanting to say some stuff on, in uh, on private practice and Shauna and I went back and forth and then I eventually capitulated because she's the boss and she has a whole empire. And I was like, all right, I will be your minion. But I don't think there was um, anything I don't know. I'm sure there's been times where I had not wanted to say, but also it's like you're acting, but honestly, I think what happens, especially when you are to be fair to actors, you're doing this day in, day out. You're like, you know, I don't want to say, she would never say that, you know, but you're like, yeah, she would. Cause you're not her and it's her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You're not, and that you're acting. So that's, that's mostly uh, really hard. Like I, I have a great deal. Of, the, the nicest comment any actor pays me to, is like, like it's like thank you for that joke or something like that because I think in comedy I I don't know like what I there's a lot of bad comedy out there and I know a lot of really gifted performers who are in really bad comedies and I would not even know how to like when you're given a joke that you know is hacky terrible kind of like mean or just genuine generally not funny but like a bunch of like kind of hackiest comedy writers say, no, no, it's great. And like having to be bullied, like the idea of telling a joke that I didn't find funny, I don't think I personally could do it. It's like, it's so hard. I don't know how you sell that. So I, you know, I, I, I always, you know, especially when I'm working with good actors, I always, if they, if they have trouble with a joke that they're not getting, I always say like, okay, if you don't get this joke, then it's never going to be funny. Like, you that, <laughs> And that's actually something that's really fair, don't you reckon? I, I think that, well, I've, I haven't said things, so I can't say that, but I definitely have pitched like, hey, what if I said this instead, you know, and making it, especially in roles where you're sort of like the gal, you know, yeah. you know, like, it's like the people are just like, oh yeah, we wrote that. And you're like, you know, like, let me just try to make it not like filled with a little more, a little less tropey. And that's yeah. not you guys, that's more to like just basic, stuff that where things have been like they've written characters but they're just not flush so i think there's there's merit to it and then there's abject respect for writers that's just how i, I feel like it all starts with that but i think you're right danny that if, if somebody doesn't get a joke doesn't matter how good the joke is if they can't say it and get it they're gonna ruin it anyway so i gotta come on and i always like, respected that about sitcoms so they're like let's find another one because i remember even doing it tapings like no let me give me another chance yeah. Let me try to make it work. I'm like, no, no, we're going to move on. We're going to give you another one. I'm like, but I love that one. Like, you, you know, let me do it again. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny because the guys, I, I actually do find that people who get like really mad at actors for not saying their joke or this, like if that's like, a, if that's a consistent thing, I immediately, my head goes to, oh, you must be writing really shitty jokes. Like if, if, if you're hearing this all the time, it's got, it's like when somebody says, when, when you're that friend of yours, who's constantly telling you how terrible everybody in their life is. Like, it's like, oh yeah, that person was awful. It's like, it's possible that you're you. awful. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're the, the common, common denominator. I know, it might be you. Okay, because I don't, you know, don't know what time. Let's talk about what we're watching now. Because that's yes. a big component okay. of this. So, Kate, what have you been watching? Okay, would you like to recommend to our Queen's the Crown. I watched Queen's Gambit. Did you guys watch Queen's Gambit? Yes. Loved it. Loved it. I Loved mean, it. What's not to love? I literally was like, well, I can quit acting now because she's better than everybody. The whole thing. So remarkable. So, like good. so, so insane, right? Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, what have you guys been watching? That's okay. like the two things that I was watching. Queen's Gambit. I, I just watched on HBO Max, The Flight Attendant. The oh, oh, yeah. How is that? Three episodes of that. Really, like I... I was, I'm into it. I finished like the undoing first. Oh yeah, was... how was that? A little bit? 
It was like, like, like I, I was happy to have it. it. It wasn't a super long series or whatever. I was just disappointed with how it feels it like is. empty calories when I get the premium. Yeah. Go yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was it there like to watch. And, very like, yeah, yeah it's very good. Like I had just watched Queen's Gambit. Like I just seen something good, and then it was like, your uh, Zoom uh, um, performance tape has early buzz. That was a great. That was a, that was unbelievable. I encourage everybody listening to watch the YouTube. Yeah, that's gonna be a meme now. I hope. I hope to God it will be a meme. Oh my God! Please let it be a meme. Is yeah. that your dream right now? Is to be a meme? Yes. You know, and to watch anyone else. Um. So the flight attendant, which. I've just seen the first three episodes that they just put out and now it's going to be like every week uh-huh. that they'll have one. I, it's entertaining. Like, I don't know, like, will I keep like being yeah. like super into it, but uh, Kaylee. Uh, Wilco. Wilco. Yeah. 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 She's fantastic. And she's really, really good. And then I started watching. Oh, I watched on the rocks. Oh, the the um, Sophia Coppola one. Yeah, Bill, Bill Murray Martin. and Rashida Jones. Very enjoyable. Oh, I see that. that. But I did enjoy On the Rocks, and I think the flight attendant has some potential. Okay. I have a huge uh, Daniel. My, my yeah. son actually made me hip to this, and I heard this from somebody else as well. So two people had told me. So there's a show on Amazon right now that is not very good. It's called Utopia, and it's not great. Um, it's and it's a remake though. What I found out, I watched like a little of it, and it was just like I didn't like it. It's a remake of a British series that did two seasons that was on, like of six episodes each that was on like in 2013, 2014 called Utopia. Holy shit! This British series Utopia, it, it's crazy violent, but it's also insanely beautiful. The characters are brilliant. Oh, now I'm gonna watch that. The British one. Yeah, and I, I don't know, like I found Copy it on it. YouTube. So go, like it, 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 whole, oh, it was on YouTube? Somebody put it up on YouTube. It's on YouTube, perfectly copy, but it may be available. It's hard to find here in the States. I bet in, in Australia, you might be able to find it or find it on YouTube. Um, well, it's and- like when they did the remake of The Bridge. Did you ever see The Bridge, the actual Danish, Swedish yes, series? Yes, I watched that, but that was amazing. Amazing, right? Amazing, yeah. And then I didn't even bother when they tried. I was like, why America? Why I, there were so many so many things like that that came out at once that I saw Danish series and like the the return yeah. the like when they the return. so many yeah I watched yeah. the originals of everything so I didn't give a yeah. shit to watch the American version yeah, you're like sorry sorry guys and I'm like I sat through I read the subtitles Norwegia. fuck happy Norwegia yeah that's how they say it Norwegia. <laughs> But I don't get why, I almost get why they do it with Scandinavian television or German television, but like when it's British television, it's like- Let it. Well, the office, the office. But the office at least reinvented. Like the office tried to reinvent and became a different show. So, but but yeah, that was, that's my highest recommendation is uh, is Utopia. So Uh, what what can we see you on next, Kate? Where can we find- yeah, yeah, what's the, yeah, what's the new Imagine jam? Else. We got to the COVID content bubble, it burst. I had that little burst of, uh, you know, I was in Emily in Paris for a second. And then, uh, yeah, you got, you have me at, at Umbrella Academy. Now I'm, now I'm, there's nothing else coming out. <laughs> I'm so well, fucking hey, mad hey, that you're you not always like to ask, Umbrella Academy when, again. When we hear this, but do you, do you need money? I mean, if that's something we can do for you. Um, I mean, I'm so glad you asked because this is, I don't have any furniture. I have this couch and then a painting oh. and then look at how empty my house is. It looks like oh, you're in like the showroom. You just look like, yeah. Yeah. It looks like you're in the orphan from Queen's Gambit. <laughs> yeah, it's like a serial killer lives here. I don't, I could murder someone and clean it up very easily at this point. I don't have a dining room table. So if you want to, s- now I'm supposed to get furniture before Christmas. <laughs> it's a good thing um, to have a dream. <laughs> yeah, but Chris- Christmas there is July 25th, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something else about, oh, uh, no, nothing. I just remember, let me just commit it back to people getting triggered or terrible complaints about writers okay. in, in television in general. And this, I, it really pissed me off because the handler, you know, she does, well, part of what was so fun about playing her is getting to like speak Yiddish, Swedish, Chinese. It's like every, she does it all. And, yeah. you know, 
controls time. And we got in both, we had these people complaining with some young Jewish organization complaining that she was anti-Semitic because she sp- you peppered her conversation with Yiddish phrases. And oh I, I was like, and it was an allusion to, to Jews controlling the world in Hollywood. I was like, what the fuck? And, and it doesn't matter if Steve Blackman, who was Jewish, wrote it. It doesn't matter. It's like, and if that's, that's the thing I will say, and I hope not to be like Debbie Downer, but I really hope that this culture changes or that it's just little like like little fart bubbles of comments and, and triggers. Like I'm not to disrespect or people that get seriously affected or triggered by things, but it's just like, come on, man. How do you create with this in this with this world where people are like no, that didn't I don't think that's do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, well, you have to learn to like completely- differentiate between reality and a fucking show that's entertaining you. Yeah, you need to be like pushed and see things that are you know, like you have to act and do things that are different from who you are in order to be entertaining. Yeah, yeah everyone was just hack- going, hey, we're fine. I don't want to upset you. It's I'm triggered by hacks. Like when I see something get made that was like, really, you spent like $50 million on that script? Like that, yeah, that triggers me. But, yeah, but the that's content you do it well, fucking give a sh- like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I- you guys, we just start a new podcast called Triggered. And just fucking get people on who are and just say, hey, you know what? Yeah, walk it off. Yeah, yeah walk, walk it, it off. off. Grow, grow up, yeah. pussy. Like that's- I, I said to one of my, you know, I, I, I say, what are, my, what are my daughters? She's not she's not really triggered, but she was like, she just she just like had like, I, I, I guess I said something, I forgot what it was, but I was, she just looked at me like I was a dinosaur. And I just said, I'm not, a, like, I said, I just want to live long enough till you get to watch a 20-year-old be horrified by what you just said because it's like everybody oh, is going fun. to horrify the, the upcoming every it doesn't like i thought i was the most woke ass person in the 80s and 90s it's like my pair oh these fucking boomers they don't know what the fuck they're, they're, they suck and it was like nope now i'm like yeah, yeah. so um go, go to hell you guys we're now we're gonna get the triggered people on our asses. Good. I'm gonna have, like I'm gonna have a bunch of trolls. They're like, you don't think triggering's real? Yeah. You don't think triggering's yeah. real? Well, okay. My well, father died of triggering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that? Well, he died of triggering. So he died of it. Yeah. I just buried my father because he was triggered by a gay joke. Age um, five triggering. So what's the difference between triggered and feeling something deeply? Having oh a feeling. God. I think one is the having definition. a feeling that yeah. passes. Well, it's funny you say that. I have a think piece in the next Atlantic on this, and I, I can't wait till you read it about. Okay. <laughs> you guys, let's. Okay, I know. Did I bring it down? Did I bring it too far down? No, not at all. Yeah. We can cut this all out. It'll no, be fine. Like, yeah, think, we'll you cut know, the whole thing. We're, we're yeah. I will be cut out of this by the end of it. So that's or, cool. That heartened by that. Or if it's getting God. really down, we can just add guy. We'll just add yakety sax underneath it. You no. know, so it's <laughs> I sound like old lady Walsh. Like, I can't believe these kids with the triggering. But it does feel a little. I guess that's a, uh, yeah. No, we, we do this all the time. I will never work again because I've triggered it. Yeah. Oh well, I'll just it was a little. Me. It was a little get off my lawn, but we'll take it. Get off my lawn! Shake your fist, Crazy kids. <laughs> Kate, it goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyway. You're another delight. Uh, an absolute delight. I'm so happy that we did this. This is so fun. This is a highlight of my week because all I have is Netflix. So may I say, you were incredible interviewers. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God, Feel did free you hear to that share. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Made me so happy. I hope that I, uh, no, seriously, I appreciate you doing this. This was so nice. You really, this was really fun. Really good. Too. I, I enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Yeah. It's always fun when we have like a friendly buddy on too, where we're not like too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we weren't worried about it, offending you. No, I didn't. I didn't have a, I was going to do a monologue, a sonnet, one of my favorite oh, from yeah. Shakespeare, but I could see that you people aren't serious about my craft and we were going to yeah, go Kate, a different direction. So <laughs> we're, we're really out of time. It's a shame we can't hear Kate talk about the craft, but look at the time. Oh, um, that was our trigger was, word. Uh, we heard craft. I am really <laughs> triggered by an actor talking about a, a craft or my, my big trigger though, at award season, I used to have this thing with um, my college friends. Whenever somebody described a performance as courageous, we would all drink. 
on any award show and 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 we would always get drunk and so um that was our can I just say, brave. Yeah. I'm not gonna speak, yeah, brave. I'm not gonna speak for ever. I'm only speaking for myself. And when I say that one of the blessings, one of the, the you know, silver linings of COVID pandemic is that although like, I didn't have to like watch any award shows. I know, it's so beautiful. It's so- I was like, there's award shows on top of award shows on top of award shows on top of award shows. And yeah. I was, it's I, maybe that's what actually caused COVID. Too many no, I don't mean to. Uh, I can't believe I made a COVID joke. What? It wasn't even that funny. Too soon. 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 Um, I'm triggered. I'm so triggered right now. I'm gonna throw up. Um, this is bullshit. Thank You're you. I'm so triggered. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Guy, well, guy, I, and, guys. and guy, I just want to thank Guy because I have thank no you, idea guys. where you're gonna find an endpoint on this, but you're gonna do your magic. Because we... Guy, I salute you. I enjoy you. I thank you, and I apologize. Thank you for your services, Guy. Yeah, guy. Guy. Guy's already left. He's already left the meeting. It's like guy, he's I, I love. And there's no other way to say this. I love you, man. I just. I, uh, I love you, guy. I fucking love you. I'm in love with you. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm in love with you. If I had a penis, I would put it on you. Yeah. If I had a penis, I'd put him on. Yeah. Um, anyway, on All that. Right, note, I hear the jackhammer calling, guys. Okay. Put <laughs> the jackhammer. Good night. <laughs>